What's going on, YouTube Nights? Welcome to Lords of the Lawn Box, our weekly cover price top 10. Sorry, guys, we had to move some things around, but we're here with you now, so let's kick it off like we do with my man, DJ Curse. Shaking, bacon, What's up, everybody? Happy Tuesday to you. Shout out to everybody on YouTube. Shout out to everybody on Facebook. I'm actually simulcasting this live on Facebook oh, and on nice. YouTube. And rarely ever does any we ever check on Facebook. But you know what? There's some a couple of you that are on Facebook. We abandoned so I Twitch, shout- apparently. I abandoned Twitch. Fuck <laughs> Twitch, man. Nobody ever watches Twitch. But shout out to whoever's watching on um, Facebook as well. I'm in there. So- I got crazy audio going all over the place, but shout out to everybody in the live chat. Thank you for hanging out with us. We got some really cool stuff today, but first let's pay some bills. First of all, this show is brought to you by coverprice.com. Go to coverprice.com. Get all kinds of goodies. I spent my entire weekend just putting in like all kinds of data, dude. I was, cause I was sitting there. I go, oh, I have access to this comic. Let me just pop this in real fast. So this, this is brought to you by coverprice.com. This is a uh, top 10 comics sold with the week ending uh, Sunday. This is bought off of real, real sales data bought off of like eBay, my comic shop, comic link, comic collect, comic heritage and all kinds of places. As a matter of fact, I'm going to have them on. They were supposed to come on today, but they're, they're busy with work. Uh, believe it or not. So Maybe tomorrow I'm going to have them on uh, or Thursday. So we're definitely going to come on. So if you have any questions for the guys at Cover Price, please leave it on there so we can ask them about it. The show is also sponsored by our friends at KRSComics.com. Go to KRSComics.com. Use the discount code of L-O-T-L-B to get 15% off anything in the KRS Comics store. And right now they got a really, really dope um, first Venom. Man, that looks awesome. Yes, so make sure you check it out. Uh, they're going on pre-sale. Um, you know what? Let me just, uh, you know, what? I'm going to download it and I'm going to show it to you guys right quick. Um, since we're here and you guys ain't got Who's nothing better. Uh, it, Philip is Philip Tan. Tan. it is oh, Philip Tan. It is Philip Tan. It's awesome. absolutely, it's absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Uh, why don't you guys say it over to everybody in the live chat while I pull it up. So this way, you know, you guys can see what it's on. Yeah, who do we got in here? We got, I see uh, Optimus Prime. We got Bilbo Hauser. Obviously, Sif Lordy with the uh, the wrench holding it down. Dave in the Cave. Gabriel Fonseca. We got a bunch of people in here. We're about 50 watching right now. We yeah, had to do a little... Uh, everyone jumping over on the other stream. I know we had some technical yeah. difficulties, but uh, you know, hopefully everyone's on this one and not the other one because I did see that it was showing up. So thanks for joining us on a Tuesday night, guys. Yes, yeah. sir. Hopefully you're not lonely on the other chat like a loser. (laughs) (laughs) We're in the show. Waiting for the show to start. Uh, We were on Twitch. Wasn't there one guy that would go on there and watch Twitch? It was me. Me and one other guy were talking the entire time. Yeah. It was really sad. It was really (laughs) sad. But let me uh, show you guys. I should have been prepared. But um, And as we always say, these go on sale, and they pretty much sell out. Like, I meant literally, like within minutes so make sure you guys get it boom there it is right there 
That is Amazing dope. Spider-Man 44. This is, it says Kindred is back. This is a Philip Tan exclusive variant that's going to be available on, was it this Friday? Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's gorgeous. I so love how they made it like the old school, you know, title. Yep, Friday, so May first, when the, we have the Lord's auction later on in the evening. These go pre-sale at eleven a.m. Pacific, two p.m. Eastern on KRSComics.com. Um, ooh, so here's breaking news. If you didn't know, Diamond Diamond distribu- Distributors Diamond Distribution is going to reopen on May twentieth. Yeah, we were talking about it actually before before you jumped on. I'll, I'll send yeah. a link. I've got a link here with all the issues coming out. I'll put it in the chat. Yeah, so all the stuff from KRS Comics has kind of been put on hold. So with the release date from May 20th from Diamond, that means uh, hopefully we'll start getting new comics soon and all these v- online variants that people have been buying, they'll be able to ship because this one is badass. I'm a big fan of Philip Tan. I met him at, uh, he was actually at the KRS booth at WonderCon. Um, so that's really cool, man. That is dope. But remember, we talked about the uh, what was the Harley Quinn one from last time? Yeah, the Batman Adventures. Re, uh, that shit sold point. out in like two minutes, man. That shit was no joke. People are hella thirsty, man, and that's a good thing. But anyway, you can always use the discount code of LOTLB, and boom, you get it right there. You got 15% off. And this is a KRS Comics exclusive, so make sure you use the discount code of LOTLB. This is also brought to you by our friends at Rocket Comics. Go to Rocket Comics on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. They got their own website. He's really busy right now, but yeah, I mentioned. The I Lords just got an or- email that uh, they're doing a private signing. Is that yes, true? Yeah. Clayton Crane, Frank Miller, along with some other cats. So make sure you hit him up, man, because these signings things are starting to loose, guys. So you know the con. We're slowly getting back to normalcy. Uh, I think California. We got May fifteenth as the first phase that we're going to start doing stuff, but I don't expect any large gatherings. Hell, I think telecommuting from home at least half of the week is going to be our new norm. Uh, straight uh-huh. up, that's what I believe. Um, because you know what, we've been functioning as it is. People are like, Why yeah. do I need to come in the office, yo? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> uh, also, this show is brought to us by our friends from the Geeky Swag Shop. Go to the geekyswagshop.com, use discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off anything, including Lord the Lombox t shirts, uh, NY Warriors t shirts, some three men in a basement stuff, all kinds of goodies. And you know, and uh, since our, our brother is uh, missing today, we'll give a shout out to Otto from Negrano, <laughs> inmate number 3657464363. And let's get right to it, boys and girls. This is a pretty exciting uh, top 10 list. And uh, we flip coins. Who's got odd? Who got even? I'm, uh, I'm on evens this time. You're on evens this time. But before we get to that, boys and girls, we like to do something we like to call the runners up for the weeks. And these easily could have made the top 10 on any oh, other yeah. given day of the week, but they didn't. And if you case you know, there's been a lot of stuff that's been falling out from the Carnage movie that really kind of shook things up for the aftermarket. So this could have made the list, but it just barely didn't make the cut. Normally it would. But right now, a lot of back issues are being sold because there's no new issues. This is the first appearance of Cletus Cassidy, and it's on two pages with the dialogue and the name. You know what? There's an actual image of it. But if you want to see it, I mean, this is CDC notes this as the first appearance of Cletus Cassidy's Carnage. So there you go. Sold 15 copies, had a seven-day trend of 126% and a high sale of $90 for a CDC 9.6. So this is one of those things where everybody's snatching up the other copy. So people are falling back in this one. We see it all the time. People snatch up the first copies, the first issues, and then they get the cameos. And we saw it happen literally real-time in front of us with Punchline, of course, right? Yeah, and God, yeah, mm-hmm. I am so... Uh, 
I wish I could punch the big to do, man. When he sold that uh, punchline 9.8 on the live sale, that was amazing. Well, 100 bucks. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Man. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Wow. It was the variant. It was a Delato variant. Yeah. It was Batman 89, Nine, and I Mikey think. sold it for $100. I said, You should auction that. He goes, No, no, no. So, was it signed? And, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we're yeah. going to have another one Saturday, guys. I uh, appreciate those. Sorry, we had a little technical difficulties in the first two rounds. For some reason, the wireless wasn't working. But then I stretched. I just happened to have a 50 foot cable in my car because <laughs> I'm an IT person. <laughs> so I went to my car, grabbed a 50 foot Ethernet cable, and I was able to plug it in. So, this time I went and bought a 60 foot cable. So, we'll be ready to rock Saturday at 2 p.m. for the next uh, installment of Comics, Tunes, and Toys live sale. Please bear with us. And remember, always select live chat do not select top chat people are still falling for that so we got another one on the runner-up list today which was on our list last week but it almost made it justice league dark number one comes in at number 11 it sold 20 copies with a 70 trend of 109 percent and had a high sale of 37 dollars for a raw copy and just like that it was number one last week and now it fell to 11th spot that just goes right now the back issue market is really really hot right now but uh-huh. it's books not a solid week though i mean it's still sold 20 copies so that's pretty darn good man it's just these other books on this list just having to be a little bit better all right so at number 10 who's gonna rock it i got it so you all were right, just talking num- about uh this book well, first appearance but here's his main this is the main first appearance of course of carnage this one is obviously the go-to book for carnage he's right on the cover First full appearance, and what a fantastic cover. This is uh, Mike Bagley at its best. This needs to be a good homage variant, by the way, if someone is out there. Sold 20 copies last week. Had a seven-day trend of 109% and a high sale of $37 for a raw. And I know 9.8s go for well over 200 But this is a beautiful book, guys. Uh, the 360, 361, 362, and 363 is, a be- is the great Carnage arc. So, But this is the one to get, guys. This is number 10, first full appearance of Carnage. I have the that, second print of this. I think it's a silver cover. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's when back when Marvel wasn't doing uh, full blown uh, variants yet. They were they were the only variants you can get were what they would consider second and third printing, and they basically just made him like a different color. Another famous one is the first appearance of uh, Silver Sable, which I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure we're going to be talking about really soon. But next up, so number ten on the list, guys, was Amazing Spider-Man number three sixty one. Number nine, what we'll Zach? Number nine, we have Year of the Villain, Hell Arisen 3. So this is the book, the big hype pre-pandemic era, if you guys can even remember back to the good old days. Uh, this is the punchline first full appearance, still holding the line here on the top 10. It's been there every week, man, since we've started this. I really feel like this is this is actually one of those OG books since we started doing these top 10s. I kind of might be sad to see it go. Um, <laughs> it sold 24 copies, had a seven-day trend of 99%. And had a high sale of 129.99 for a CGC 9.8. So, yeah, but like Tim yeah. said, man, there's some there's some good copies out there. You said it was Batman 89 that Big To Do sold. Yeah, yeah. They so the graphic I mean, side, the Streamyard is not is acting wonky on me, but nothing is working today. It's a full moon. It <laughs> is but, a full um, moon. This book, I mean, honestly, right now, this is the time to start picking up these punchlines because they were super Go. high for a while, and they're dropping because you know things are cooling. Things are cooling off. And, and now we got the graphic. Yay. <laughs> so number nine, go ahead, Zach. What's number nine on the list? <laughs> number nine, Hell Arisen 3. You all know about it. You've heard me blabbing, so you don't need to know more. All right. If and, you don't uh, have this you, book, you ought to start looking into it. You know, and if you don't have this book, you should tune in on Friday. I'm pretty sure I may have one up for auction. Ooh. Ooh. 
I imagine three of them up for auction. I had had something else. I had four last time. I actually sold a year Hellraiser three, and I sold a Batman eighty nine together. I forgot how much it fetched. Maybe like one sixty, one seventy or something. But if in hindsight, they got a pretty kick ass deal for Batman eighty nine and Hellraiser number three. So there you go, boys and girls. Number nine on the list is Hellraiser number three. Let's go to number eight, and we got an oldie but goodie for Justin. Yeah, another Spider Man style book. So of course Carnage is there, but this is Marvel superheroes Secret Wars number eight. This is classic cover. Uh, this is with, of course, with no new releases, you know, collectors are turned into those undervalued keys like this one. And it's definitely one of the best books to have in that run. If there's a book, there's a book on this list. This is probably one of the most iconic comic book covers out there. Uh, also, this is the origin of Venom and the first black costume. So this is a really important history of Venom with Venom coming out and Carnage coming out. But as far as sales numbers, we have 28 copies sold over last week, seven day uptrend of 99%. Beautiful high sale and a 9.8 CGC for $250. So this is always the book to get, guys, if you were looking for those good old Spidey books. And, you know, it is, you know, they, they just had the title. We just talked about it last week. They announced the title for Venom 2. So key collectors, you know, there were always people on cover price are always trying to get those uh, beautiful Shut Venom Shut your books. mouth. How dare you say those words? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what we always talk about in the show. This what are you talking about key collectors. We are all key collectors. There's no yeah, such thing as we that. Sh- this is one of those books that every collector should have in their collection, right? I mean, and what's cool about this is so for those who have not used the site, on the site, you see there is a blue key on the graphic here. It's the same when you use coverprice.com. There's also something that I was putting in that I was real when I really started looking at the site, there's also a diamond on there and those diamonds appear when it's a rare book. And guess what the diamond showed up for mine. It was my silver surfer number four, the Thor. And um, so basically when you see a diamond appear, that means that it's a hard to find book. Uh, and yeah, so no, it's there got you a see lot it. of cool little key. Yeah. So uh, if you see that thing, and, it, uh, and so when you add your book, it'll tell you, hey, this is a key issue or this is a hot issue. So there you go, man. So top next up on the top, yeah. top rare comics is what it is. Yeah. All right. Number seven. So number eight on the list is Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars. Number eight. Number seven on the list is something that we talked about last year. Yeah. So this is this is new. This is a new thing. It's not going to be more Batman 89s, more punchline stuff. We have warp number five. So a lot of this hype is coming from Joe Russo recently updating Collider on a series of projects he's working on. Titles range from Battle for the Planet, Magic the Gathering, and Grimjack. So Warp number five is actually going to be the first appearance of Grimjack before he appeared in Grimjack 1 and Star Slayer number 10. So this is going to be a little bit of a theme as we go through our top 10 today. Um, this book had sold 14 copies, had a seven-day trend of 200%, and had a high sale of $20 for a raw copy. So, I mean, this book, if I would see this, I wouldn't think anything about this. But this is, mm-hmm. you can find it in your shop. It might be laying around. So, because on May 2019, and I just put the podcast into the live link because the video was deleted with the old channel. This is one of our first ever Black Knight reports. And we talked about this stuff that Paramount was developing. They bought basically the entire library of Atlas Comics. And we had a list of three books or characters that they were talking about doing. So I want you to go check out that podcast because not only this, but it was another like weird uh, vampire book and something else. But Grimjack was on the list. Check out the podcast there. It was one of our first Black Knight reports. So we got receipts on that one, that one boys and girls. Nice. Number six on the list is another one. 
Oh, we're seeing a trend right here, guys. A little bit of Spidey books, a little bit of Carnage stuff. So Amazing Spider-Man number 360. Because, of course, first appearance of Cletus Cassidy is Spider -Man, Amazing Spider-Man 644. But CGC actually notates this book as the first appearance of Carnage in Cameo. So if you actually, have see, if you've ever opened up this book, there is two little images that show the red suit and him in the book. But it did sell 26 copies last week with a seven-day uptrend of 107%. And a high sale of $132.50 little cents for a 9.8. So if you guys can't get that 361 and if it's kind of out of your price budget, you know what? Might as well go for a 360 and a 9.8. And before the show is over, I will pull it up because I actually have it. And we were we had it ready on the other uh, channel. But uh, so you guys try to stretch this out as I pull this. I think I sent it to Ryan, right? Yeah. Yeah, we all had it. But that, like yeah. I said, it, it's a great book to have because, you know, this is really where you want to get all these Carnage books now before they before they show any type of trailer. So Amazing Spider-Man 344, 360, 361, 362, and 363 are really the books that you want to get. And, you know, like I said, there is a little bit of a trend on all these Spider-Man books this week because of the, uh, the announcement of the Venom Carnage. Let there be Carnage titles. So, yeah, so, this whole top 10 list is very... Um... Spidey, let me show you right now what we were talking about. Um, as I upload these, they're rather large files, so bear with us, folks. And there it is, right there. Yeah, and I got the other one here, so it's kind of proof to use on uh, what they were talking about on these early issues on that cameo. Yeah, uh, yeah, so this is an amazing Spider Man number 360. And let me pull up the other one. And this one, the other one is is really neat because it's literally uh, Todd McFarlane art on it. So there's always that because you know there's people who are ancillary collectors, and you know if you like Toddy, hmm. this is your man. Should do a I reading that, session. Yeah, I wish Streamyard would do better with the graphics instead of putting like right in the middle of everyone. There it is. Todd McFarlane and all is, that is Todd McFarlane's right. So there's the first appearance of Cletus Cassidy. That's the cameo. And 344, right? Yeah. So this yeah, is 344. Yep. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And and then this one is the three, uh, the other one you're referring 360, to. Yep. Yeah. Where you see Carnage. So this is where you see Cletus Cassidy 344. So there you go. We have visual evidence of it, guys. Just visual in the nick of time. <clears throat> All right, so, you so buy number the book and not open the pages. Now yeah, there you go. All right, so number six on the list was Amazing Spider Man, Spider Man 360. Let's go. We're halfway through there, boys and girls. Just hang in tight. Number five on the list. What do we got? So, number five is continuing this Grimjack oh. theme. We got Star Slayer number 10. And I saw Chad Crow just said he sent a couple of these off to CGC. So, Star Slayer number 10 is actually going to be the first full appearance of Grimjack. He's moving along to Amazon, so a little Amazon Prime TV show going on there. Sold 24 copies, had a seven-day trend of 151%, and had a high sale of $37 for a raw copy. So those of you who don't, you know, maybe people aren't watching a lot of Amazon Prime lately. I know it's kind of, it's picking up. There's great shows on there. Oh, yeah, Everything right. Prime really has good value, man. And all good Amazon production. Prime, uh, what you know, made for Amazon Prime is excellent. Like It's the, great, uh, man. All the, what was the one with the superhero. Yeah, the John Krasinski show, uh, Tom. John uh, Ryan. Tom, yeah, that uh, was awesome. Jack, Jack Ryan is, that, that was yeah. excellent. I really love that, man. And the boys um, and everything, man. 
And remember, they're doing Lord of the Rings. So yeah. they oh, started production right before the whole COVID-19 stuff came around. So um, I was just reading about it the other day because I was like, what? And then uh, sure enough, there was an article that came out in March about where they're going. But, you know, things are finally starting to move along. And it's cool to see these because <laughs> actually, I think King of Golden State sent me one of these as a, as a hey, okay, when we first dropped it. Because, you know, if somebody were to send you this back then nobody would have known right but we had just talked about it and king golden state which is he went all throughout the bay area i think he had like seven <laughs> copies so he just mailed me one i was like cool i'll take it man somebody sending you this is like getting socks for christmas <laughs> I, I also have this as well so that's what i never I, seen but that. now that's it's like you know, cover, though. that's the problem yeah. i had well, he's got first appearance of black book. tom cassidy right there yeah take <laughs> so up a never man's one piece man uh, come on now that's some good art yeah no i'm I, I'm the one that still has all his first issues of Dreadstar. By the way, I interviewed Bart Sears at Mainframe Comic Con, and um, he talked a little bit about Jim Starlin, who they're doing a Kickstarter for the new Dreadstar uh, that's going to be on Ominous Press. Ominous Press is uh, uh, Bart Sears is like the chief creative officer on it, and they're doing a Kickstarter for Remember the old Dreadstar comic by Jim Starlin. So, mm -hmm. but Jim, he apparently Jim Starlin doesn't write or draw as well as he used to. So he's doing mostly all the writing on it, and he, somebody else is doing the penciling. I actually have that uh, interview uh, segmented out. It was sent to me by the guys from um, the Comic Court. Thank you much for that. So I also interviewed Stephanie Phillips, who's doing. If you're familiar with Tarna. If you know who Tarna is, give yourself a high five. Tarna is the badass uh, white-haired chick in the heavy metal cartoon. Huh. She's doing a series based on Tarna, and it's going to be badass. And I got to interview her about that. I'm really excited about it. She also wrote a book called The Butcher of Paris, which is a crazy-ass story. It's based on a true life about a French doctor who was a serial killer during the Nazi occupation of Paris. At one point, the Allied and the Nazis were both trying to find this guy. And when they did find him, they fit, there was 30 people buried underneath his house. Huh. Crazy. Huh. So it's happening during World War II, but the, both sides were trying to find him because he was a serial killer. And like, you know, That's while a graphic uh, novel? It's a, a it's a four, it's a miniseries. It's a comic book. Oh, um, okay. Okay. Cool. Dude, cool. she's very impressive. She is, she teaches English at Uni University of Buffalo and she's getting a PhD in writing and uh, rhetoric. I was like, I was a little intimidated. <laughs> I was like, wow. I was like, she's going to correct my English because I don't speak too good. <laughs> I was like, all right. So number five on the list, boys and girls, was Star Slayer, number 10. Number four on the list, what do we got? Another Spider-Man style book, guys. Ah. We are looking at this is this is a fun book, guys. Venom number three, third print. This is, of course, the first appearance of Null, but this is also what people are considering. And I've seen fights all over Instagram and Facebook. The first cover appearance of Null. Now, there is a lot of debate whether this is because Frankie Store Comics actually had a variant for issue number five, which was released in August. But this one actually came out in November. So there's this whole hiatus of really who is the first person to have him on the cover. But of course, this cover is very comparable to each other between this and the Scon one, which is from Venom 5. But that's regardless. The one I have. I have like three of these and I'm actually sending them to CGC soon. But regardless of that, of course, the market always dictates. We talk about this all the time. Market dictates it. So even though this could be considered the first cover appearance, it's still the first appearance of Null. So either way, it's Venom number three, right? Of course. Yeah. And this yeah. is where people are putting their money. So it did sell 22 copies last week with a seven day uptrend of 166 percent. And a high sale, and I just saw this, CGC 9.8 for $350. Good Lord. So I got two of these going to CGC. Watch, They would definitely be for sale in about a month or so. 
at the next Lords of the Long Box auction, I am sure. But right now, and, and and we'll tell you why this book is getting hot, because of the persistent rumors of Null being in the MCU, which I've never repeated on this channel, nor has anybody, I I believe, to be honest with you. Uh-uh. Um, from what we have understand, Christian Bale has not been penciled in for anybody. We've heard everything from... Silver Surfer to some other characters. We we do know is the character will be CGI, meaning he's probably not a humanoid of some sort. So we heard Silver Surfer, Beta Ray Bill, but nothing. People have been uh, thinking he was going to be the 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 Minotaur dude. Uh, yeah. What was the name? The guy for Zach from uh, Roxanne Corporation. That he yeah, was in the Darius Acker. Dario Dario Acker. Acker. Yeah. Dario yeah. Acker. <laughs> uh, I really doubt a actor of Christian Bale's. Uh, pedigree would take a character named Dario because if you come to the MCU and they're like yeah man I want you to play this dude named uh, Dario <laughs> Agri. what wait <laughs> I, isn't uh, he's like isn't Keanu Reeves up for Silver Surfer or some cool shit in Warlock and you want me to play Dario Agger <laughs> to be honest with you I could see Christian Bale doing a just a one-off like he's like let's just dip my toes because he's not the kind of guy who really wants to remember he was bucking on Batman after three he didn't really want to yeah. do it anymore so yeah but he's also he, very difficult to work with so yeah you, you can imagine coming to him with demands and he's like Dario fucking Agger are you full of shite <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess I, I don't care who he plays. I just love Christian Bale. So put him in whatever, whatever. All role. we know it's going to be a character with a lisp. That's all we can tell you. So uh, that's it. Number four on the list is Venom number three. Then the reason why it's on there is because people are buying up all the first and second prints. So this is uh, apparently third print and uh, d- a debate whether if this is the first cover appearance or not. Hey, we just report what the sales data tells us. We don't give you our opinions because if we do, they're typically correct. So number three on the list. Number three, we've got Marvel Fanfare number 12. So this book actually came up a couple weeks ago. It left for a little bit. This is going to be the first cover appearance of Iron Maiden as well as her second appearance. Okay, so correction. I apologize. The Marvel Fanfare 10, I think, was the one we had, the first appearance. Uh Um, She's rumored to appear in Black Widow. Last trailer quickly showed just her mask, so people are thinking that she might show up. It sold 17 copies, had a seven-day trend of 232%, and had a high sale of 22.50 for a raw copy. So another fun little book. Everyone's kind of, you know, anticipating Black Widow. Supposed to be, supposed to have come out, what, in a week or two? If the yeah. schedules would have stayed. And yeah. um, people are digging for these these fun little books, these back issues, man. Everyone's, there's no new issues. So. And you know what? I think this has been good for the hobby because it, it's not yeah, people for sure. by specking on books that come out on a weekly basis, makes you dig a little bit, do a little bit more research. And if you, for those that don't know, these Marvel fanfares were great because in 1984, a buck 50 cover price was unheard of. It's because hmm. these were what they called the uh, pre- 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 prestige format books. Uh, so if you remember, they're like, they were like, Back in 1984, they still use real paper on the internal pages, not Marvel Fanfare. What you see now in an internal page is what Marvel Fanfare had back in 1984. So it was a much more right. expensive book to produce. Therefore, the dollar fifty and the print runs are pretty small. You could only buy these at specialty shops. That's why this you see was, the M on it. This is kind of the equivalent of DC's Black Label now. Correct. But back then, you got to remember, a lot of sales were done on newsstands, or 7-Elevens or what have you. These Marvel fanfares were specifically only sold to shops, meaning because that's why you see the M on there because they were the the uh, direct editions. So this was very the early trends of where 
some books did not make it on the newsstand at all. They were only meant for direct shops because, you know, who's going to go on, you know, 7-Eleven's not going to put a $1.50 book up when all the rest of the books are, what, 75 cents? You know what I mean? That's like, right. that's why these are pretty cool, man. Uh, they tell cool stories, too. A little Al Milgram on the uh, the letterbox up there. All right, so number three on the list, kids, was Marvel Fanfare number 12. We are getting closer. Number two on the list is... Another Atlas book here, guys. Mm. So what? This Slack is a really cool jacking. Grim Jack number one. So, of course, if you can't get the first appearance in Star Slayer, well, collectors are going for the first issue, which has seen the biggest boost in sales compared to his first and cameo appearance already noted on this list, as we've said. It is a great cover, like I said. It's nice and uh, tight, teedy, easy to pick up. It sold 18 copies last week with a seven-day uptrend of 283% and a high sale of $39.99 for a raw sale. I wonder if there's any CGC books out there for this one. I do not have this one. That's like the only one I don't have. Now I need to go get it. Yeah, that's do it. I would, I, it man. I would love to see this, to be honest with you. It, it Did you sounds look like some about CGC books for here. I got it up if you haven't. Oh, no, I, have, I haven't. Oh, it um, looks like there's a 9.6 for a recorded sale for $75. Wow. There you go. There you go. And it's and these are not even... You can't even find these in regular like dollar bins because they just don't exist. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's a reason why dollar bin books exist because of the gluttonous collecting of the 90s, right? Tons of people have it. So like you talk to the big to-do would tell you, he buys a collection. It's just giant runs of stuff in the 90s because everybody would just buy and it, thought they could do retire or go to college with it. But, you know, maybe didn't go to pay for Sequoia School of Truck Driving or something. But that's about <laughs> it, boys and girls. So. <laughs> Remember that? The Scoia School of yeah. Anyway, and, uh, All right. So number two on the list, boys and girls, is Grimjack. Number one from 1984. The publisher was First Comics. And number one on the list, we got a new one on the top ten, boys and girls. What oh, yeah. is it? So number one is an interesting one. We've got One Punch Man slash My Hero Academia free comic book day for 2016. So it was recently announced that Sony is producing a live action film on the One Punch Man manga with Avi Arad producing and the writers of Venom pinning the script. Yo, shout out to a fucking uh, manimal with the fucking pronunciations. Killing it. Brah. So, <laughs> manga and Avi Arad. God damn. So this is an interesting book. Otto is so angry right now. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people, you know, these are tough books with, yeah, first appearances from manga. Usually they're in graphic novels. But as collectors, we all know that typically the floppies, the single issues are really where the value are for us. I mean, that's uh -huh. kind of what we're doing here. Um, this is also a free comic book day book. So this is, it's funny that it's people are even charging these prices for this stuff. So it sold 12 copies, had a seven day trend of eight, 818% and had a high sale of $300 for a CGC 9.8 that someone got for free. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. All it takes right now is, I mean, we are so star for for anything. And those who don't know who knew Avi Arid was, he was the one that really kind of early Marvel, Marvel, movie. early yeah. Marvel, and then destroyed it. I mean, yeah. he's, so he's <laughs> responsible for you know uh, all the the first Spider Man, but he's also responsible for the Fantastic Four films. So he's you know he's responsible for Blade. But he's also responsible for the Fantastic Four films. He's you know what, though, like those movies, like I know looking back at them now, they're no MCU, but it, it was good that they did those. It gave us something to to work on, and we wouldn't have the MCU without those because they'd still be making those shitty movies. So I still like those old movies, man. <clears throat> I never thought that the uh, Fantastic Four, the original ones, were that bad. To be they honest, they weren't that bad. No, well, just, the, um, I think the second one was okay. Because the Doctor Doom suffering. one, I mean, Doctor Doom is horrible. That's compared to. Bad, right? 
but compared to the Doctor Doom they used in the new the the Fox one, yeah, we don't was, talk about that one. Oh. <laughs> no, the, that one is is just awful. I meant the, uh, I meant I like I didn't like dig Jessica Alba as Sue Storm. I think that was off. They put uh, blue contacts think, in think, her. It was like uh, I think Ben. It was eye candy. Ben Grimm yeah. was perfect. Chickless was perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny about um, this One Punch Man is uh, I was actually watching. Um, Doctor Strange last night, and there's this scene in Doctor Strange where the Ancient One is fighting, um, oh shit, the bad guy, I can't remember his name, and she straight Caecilius. up looks, yeah, she straight up looks exactly like One Punch Man, like <laughs> the color scheme, the outfit, and everything. I was like, damn, that's a bit of a ripoff. Or, or uh, The Last Airbender, Avatar, she kind of yeah, like, yeah, yeah, kind of monk kicking ass, but dude, she was badass in those scenes where she's fighting with the fans because they oh, use yeah. really like a Hong Kong martial arts kind of fantasy yeah, thing. Uh, that's one of the cooler scenes. I, I that's why when she uh, popped up in Endgame, that was awesome. I was like, yeah. But yeah. then uh, when you saw her in Endgame, you're like, oh. And then you're like, well, why isn't she helping? Because her sole purpose was to protect the Sanctum Santorum. That was it. Yeah. And you notice, remember, mm. she was like batting shit out of the air with her fan, like, yeah, what up? What? 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 Ting, yeah, ting, ting. Yeah. So uh, I have a feeling that scene will play a very pivotal role going forward, especially into the multiverse of madness, Dr. Strange number two, which also got pushed back by the way. But that scene where she's, they start describing how different timelines and if they don't put all the gems back, I'm just saying, right. just like, uh, we can't talk about it, but well, they mentioned uh, a lot. I'd forgotten how many times in Dr. Strange, they actually use the word multiverse. Like they use it at least 10 times. Tons. throughout that movie. Mm. Tons. That's why it's almost, it's apropos that it's Dr. Strange is going to be the one that really delves into it. You know, in the title, Multiverse of Madness. But I mean, Zach, you and I were talking about it off air today, and I, I almost brought it up, but I, I what, what storylines we were talking about, but I can't mm-hmm. because I'm working on a big scoop on May 23rd that's going to rock your world. It's basically, oh, yeah. it's an old school scoop. It's going to have a basic outlay of what's coming out from the MCU uh, to the point where we, we're going to throw a DC scoop in there, but then we didn't want to insult you because it was so uh, minimal. But uh, Ryan, you should be happy about that DC scoop because it's... Uh... <laughs> I'm, somebody... very, I'm very happy. <laughs> you get I'm it? very happy. You know what? Very happy. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna, uh, I got to find so... that book so I can have it ready when you make You do have it, right? I do have it. Yes, I All do. Right. Well, he's coming to Justice League Dark, so uh, just mm. to tease you guys with there. So, so today excited. is so April 28th, so three weeks uh, we got to work on this. Uh, it's going to be a huge scoop, and it's MCU uh, scoops with long-term spec lists they everybody's been working at marvel behind the scenes and they got a bunch of stuff that they can't wait to talk about so first when the social distancing or physical whatever it's called gets released people will start talking it's people think like you know they're just because they're home doesn't mean they're not working on stuff but that's you know what zoom is for and that's what all these other things are for i was reading an article andre Iguodala, the former uh go to state warrior he invested in zoom like three years ago and then he was interviewed. He goes, man, I wish I invested now because it's blowing up. I mean, yeah, have you yeah. seen any thing there? People are using Zoom because it could fit like, what, 30 people in there? Oh, yeah. It's, like, oh, it's, it's insane. insane. I think that, I mean, I don't really see a need for people to go to school. Why do you need to be in class? when If you can do everything from that. I mean, it's technology. It's uh, it's it's there's going to be a new norm in like three or four months. And you know, I mean, if you've been able to do your job at home now, you'll probably still be doing it telecommute percent of the time if you're not you should negotiate it and telecommute 50 percent of the time i wonder what well, he bought uh stock prices for a couple of years ago i mean i looked at it i was trending it last year was like 50 dollars. then this year it's up to like 160 you know right zoom. around yeah 
No, so he was an investor as a as far as a venture capitalist. Oh, one star. Oh, he didn't buy the stock. Yes. Oh, yeah. Stock, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I wonder what stocks were when it was uh, just starting. Because Andre Iguodala, when he went to the Golden State Warriors, he he focused a lot on the venture capitalism, uh, venture capital side of the Bay Area and tech companies, and that's why he made so much money. Because he's like, you know, I'm setting up for my you know retirement by you know investing in these tech firms, and hmm. there you go. Microsoft Teams, another one too. And StreamYard, dude, StreamYard has blown up. Uh, there's, I saw StreamYard on the news. Somebody was using it at one point. Mm. The cheap bastard didn't even buy it because it still <laughs> said StreamYard in the corner. You know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> poor Wirecat. To work. Uh, yeah, I'm but, trying. I'm trying. Uh. All right, we got a busy week this week, boys and girls. Like I said, Saturday at 2 p.m. Going to do another Comic Tunes and Toys live sale. Friday, we got our May the First be with you, Lords of the Long Box comic auction and we're going to kick it off probably 5 p.m because that shit else to do right you uh-huh. can probably good go for a good three or four hours i'm ready um either tomorrow or thursday uh we'll probably just go live real fast or pre-record something to show you our lots that we're going to have and also follow nemesis prime dark side jedi manimo uh auto on the social medias and instagrams we'll be posting books i also i showed one book yesterday i got a lock and key number one that's going up for auction um, probably the some of the stuff you saw in the uh, the comic uh, the comic book call I did the other day will be up as well. Um, we're gonna have a lot of cool stuff um, Thursday. I'm gonna have the Lords of the North takeover. That, that's right. I'm gonna have Ken Lashley and Word Burglar on, and we're just gonna bullshit for a good hour. They both Word Burglar just dropped a new uh, rap video on YouTube. It's called uh, I think it's called My Older Brothers. Basically, talks about how kid older brother who would go and buy them like you know rated R movies and get them beer and stuff. It's a really cool video. Of course, Ken's gonna be back, so it's gonna be a Lords of the North Canadian takeover, and I'm gonna try to be your man Nardwar. If you don't know who Nard is, Google him. He's the best interviewer ever on earth. All right, any last words, Manimal? No, just I cre- I put a link in here for all of you who may not have heard early. It has been released at uh, DC, Marvel, and Image, and a few other companies are releasing. Shall we go over it? You want to on... share your screen, Justin? Should we go over it? Uh, hold on. I can, I can tell you what's being released real quick. So Marvel uh, releasing. Can I just do this and then put you in it and then you share your screen? Or is how, how does that work out? Uh, no, he shares the screen. Like, all four of us will pop up on the side, and this website will show like a bunch of crap too. Um, all right. he's on porn, you know. Yeah, <laughs> his other so, tab. Yeah, Marvel, so that's the good news, boys and girls. Yeah, go ahead and read it uh, if you can, since we got yeah, about a good. I'll make it quick, man. Left. Marvel, we got Black Cat, Captain America, Deadpool, Empire Avengers, Immortal Hulk, Marauders, Marvel's X, New Mutants, Spider Ham, Star Wars, Doctor Afra, Thor, X Men, God Loves Man Kills Extended Cut. Ooh. For DC, there's a bunch of hardcovers. I'm going to skip those. We've got Batman 89, uh, re- or third printing, Batman Outsiders 12, um, Daphne Byrne. We've got Deceased Unkillables 3, Dollhouse Family, Dreaming 20, Flash 753. Um, let's see. Hawkman, House of Whispers, Justice League, Justice League Odyssey, Nightwing, second printing of, of issue 70, Plunge, Red Hood Outlaw, and then, like I said, a ton of yeah. trades and hardcovers. Yeah. Wonderful. Damn, I'm going to give you my pick for that. Um, I'm going to, it's, you need what, this is the book you need to go out and get. It's AW Studios Year Zero Number One, the launch of an entire new universe. That's the one I think Jim Shooter or and the ex, ex Axel Alonzo from Marvel. That's that. Remember the AW? You know what? I got somewhere. <laughs> No, AWA is a new comic book publisher where they got a lot of big names. And so this is going to 
a new ongoing title that they're doing. So look huh. out for that's going to be a ton of first appearances in that. Um, I had it somewhere. Do you remember when they sent out? It was at it was at Baltimore and New York City Comic Con, uh, Justin. When you went, it was like a giant thick uh, trade, and mm-hmm. it had a bunch of first appearances in it. That's from oh. AWA. Huh. Yeah. So that's the new uh, company that's being launched by Axel Alonso. He used to be the editor in um, at Marvel, Marvel before yeah. he got fired. So Year Zero is a new one, and it's AWA Studios. So pay attention to that. They have a bunch of uh, uh, creators that are he working. He sold on his this. whole collection to uh, to fund that. No shit. Yeah, yeah. I won't tell you who he sold it to, but I, I know some insider stories. He sold a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. So here. Um, let me tell you some of the Michaels, uh, J. Michael Straczynski, Garth Ennis, Frank Cho, Reginald Hudlin, Margaret Stoll. These are just some of the people that are be doing books for AWA. Um, they got a really cool title called Archangel, who's kind of like a Punisher, but with uh, wings and an angel. I'm serious. There's another one called Year Zero, uh, Eater, Red Border, Old Resistance is the one that's uh, Michael J. Straczynski, J. Michael Straczynski. Um, here, I'll leave the link in here so you guys can check it out. But I'm excited about this. This is, this is typically when you get new uh, comic book publishers come in, they don't try, you know, to build something. Uh, uh-huh. Valiant, yeah, they, you know, they didn't do all that well. But go to awstudios.net. They got a. But this is being followed by some big. Uh, do you remember when Jay Michael Straczynski did Rising Stars for Image? I know the title. I don't know too much. That was a great book. It was, and J. Michael Straczynski ended up writing screenplays for Hollywood. So he's a great writer. So we're up to seven o'clock. We went about 45 minutes. Any last words, Manimal? No, just, you know, everyone hang in there. It looks like there's some light at the end of the tunnel here. So um, hopefully we're going to be past all this here soon. On to better days. Nemesis Prime, Justin. Uh, I got a really fun video dropping on Thursday on Three Men in the Basement channel. I did a bloopers video. Um, you know, I'm sure everyone who's done pre-recorded videos always has their uh, there's some problems. So I it's got an hour five. of basically then, right? No, it's only I, I chopped it up. It's only about six minutes. It's actually when I first started up until probably January this year. So it's a fun little six minute video of my bloopers. Cool. So be sure to check that out on Three Men in the Basement. Check that out on Thursday. Dark Side Jedi. Uh, looking forward to the first got a ton of great books as always that's right that's and uh i'm gonna pretty good right now on may 4th uh we're gonna rock with you probably just for the fuck of it because it's yeah, star definitely. wars day so may the fourth we're gonna be all caught up all of us right on yep, yep. uh clone wars so yeah, we can yeah. talk about it yeah all right there you go guys well, may the fourth we're gonna represent 420 and star wars and uh <laughs> we're gonna have something fun for you and we're gonna do nothing but the wars maybe we'll get our friends from uh beyond the blast doors to celebrate star Let's wars have a day party we can have a yeah, party definitely hey, we're gonna have to do it uh socially awkward distancing style we can all so, drink some blue milk <laughs> uh, was it always blue though it, I don't and know. You know it what? Looked, it looked Ryan, green Ryan, when I came I'm gonna out get you some, Ryan, I'm going to get you some So we'll sticks. see you. Um, I will definitely see you tomorrow. A few of us well, as well. Thursday, I'll definitely be here. Friday, I'll definitely. And Saturday. So fuck it. So I'm going to send you off since it's uh, close to Star Wars Day. Keep digging in them long boxes and may the forest be with you.
But wait, there's more. Shake and bake and pull it back. Oh my God. Oh my God.